All right, now let's make some damn. You can really taste the meatball. You do know that Riverdale was found in the Street. Here in Riverdale? Dilton Doily plays with guns. Big one, buddy. Sardonic humor is just my way of relating to the world. Everyone knows how much I loved my brother. Exactly. If we go in there with the entire Scooby gang, forget it. We're compromised. War is hell, Jack. No, Archie. Hell is other people. Out of the four of us, only you and Archie haven't kissed. Fascinating. I'm gonna go get a buddy. Do you want anything? A glass of milk would be great. Alice? Is it true what they say about men who just been released from prison at me? The Coopers are one of the most respected families in Riverdale. Take your male gaze and your male privilege and get out of the women's locker room. Happy birthday, dear Chuckhead. Last night was... A PG-13 girl session. Color me shocked. Archie Andrews, is that why you became a mediocre musician overnight? I'm not interested in being anybody's rebound. Besides, I'm more into girls anyways. And all this time, I thought you were a lover, not a fighter. And both. I've got layers. And it'll be a cold day in hell before a snake lets a pig tell him what to do. Ah, oh, yeah. You know what that intro means. <laughs> it's time for some Riverdale. Yeah, that's some pretty serious news this week, though. Uh, yeah, Luke, yeah. Luke Perry, uh, of course, who plays Senior Archie, uh, as we call him, or uh, Fred, as the Fred Andrews, as the rest of the world calls All him. The norms, yeah, yeah. All the muggles. <laughs> yeah, but uh, apparently he suffered a, a stroke the other day. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to me if people that look like they're, you know, healthy <laughs> yeah. start having things happen to them. Oh my god! Just a random weird thing. He's he's fifty two years old, and uh, yeah, I mean they're yeah. just getting ready to do a nine oh two and oh reboot. Yeah, yeah. Just he he ahead. hadn't signed on to it as of yet, but well, I think his Riverdale. What well, my understanding is, his Riverdale contract was preventing him from going and doing any any other show like that. So. But I feel like they would have worked it out. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so. They may still, hopefully, by the time yeah. you hear this, he's all better. Right. We, you know, that'd be the best case scenario. So, um, My brother Jared, it was casual Friday at work, and he said he wore a Henley shirt in honor of Fred Andrews. <laughs> it was like one of his <laughs> Henley work shirts he was wearing. So. Wow. <laughs> Coach Mayer getting it done. Wow. I wonder how many people. This mayor's got to stick together. I yep. wonder how many people walked up to him and were like, Luke Perry? Is this about Dylan? Is this about Dylan? Um, anyway, we hope he gets all better. Um, yeah. And his, his role has been kind of reduced lately, but I don't think the show, you know, it's not, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be good for the show to go on without him. So, no. yeah. So, if you didn't listen to our regular episode and you only listened to the Dale, <laughs> I, I went on a uh, podcast and. So I'm locked in now. First off, I we you know we mentioned we were going to do this game, this Riverdale game, um, <laughs> um, that's like a we had a draft. Yeah, we had a draft and everything. You know. <laughs> so anyway, these 
Cliff's been on me. He's not going to let me just forget about it. <laughs> the thing is, it's this fine line between or are we not, not going to do it? Because if we're not going to do it, I'm not doing these out hour, this hours and hours of work to prepare it. But apparently we're going to do it, so I've been I, working on it. I just feel like if we don't do it, we may lose Teasley. <laughs> And every listener I'm is sure, a yes. gem. He's very concerned yes. about whether... He's going to hold us accountable. Uh, and we've already hurt his feelings. Yes. With the Big Brother episode. <laughs> yeah, we, so didn't, we didn't include two him Two strikes. That. I'm not going two strikes to tease him. I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, though, You got uh, as I'm working on it, you're all losing a, a character. Oh, okay. I, you lose... I'm telling you who you lose, uh, each of you. <laughs> Anyone but Sabrina. No. I, <laughs> That's the one you're losing. She's not on the not show. Not my first draft pick. She's not on the show. The, uh, because as I'm doing it, you know, I'm making these cards for it or whatever, and it, it's all stuff from the show. And so I'm losing, you're all losing the person that I can find the least amount of stuff on. And I honestly was going to just go back, go just go look at the Melissa Joe Hart show and find stuff, but it's just already so much work, so. I will take that bullet. I, I knew you <laughs> Well, I've got something to admit. Uh, Jared's wife, Valerie, for Christmas, got mm-hmm. running around Riverdale. Right. So she has the game. And I went yeah. over there one day, and they were in the middle of a heated battle with wow. all the kids. So I have seen it played. Because I'm trying. I'm not going to lie. Because I don't lie on this show. If, something, no. if I've seen or played something, I right. will tell you. So well, I, was I understand of... the basic mechanics of it, yeah. as will anyone who's ever played Sorry. Right. I'm kind of curious. I I'm, was looking at it the other day. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is kind of. And it watching him play it, I thought, how are we going to do? It this? may be, <laughs> it, may, it may be drastically different. Yeah, we're just using the board and the pawns. <laughs> but I did, and like I said, Jordan gave me a little idea for the end. So I I think it's going to be good once we get it whipped together. So here in the next few and weeks, and you made on a you made a promise on a podcast people actually listen to. So yes. making, making a promise on here, yeah. who cares? Yeah, the, who but, knows how many yeah. people listen to us, what handful of people. But we. But I did go on a podcast that has you know probably 10,000 listeners, and it's been shared to hundreds of thousands of people. So, <laughs> so some, somebody might be expecting us to do this. That's so. right. You didn't get out of the bath and make a promise. That's right. Yeah. Did you even say what the podcast was? Cardboard? Oh, it was Cardboard. It was a board game podcast, and I mentioned we were doing this. We're going to mm-hmm. do this board game um, we're just, you can listen to us play it. So it's coming up. Um, I just wanted to get that on the record. I'm not, if I don't say it, I won't work on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's get into this. We're, Riverdale's back. And yeah, we had yeah. a couple couple weeks off couple there. Reruns. Yeah, so what was the name of this one, Jordan? Chapter 48, Requiem for a Welterweight. Which again, not a direct. Yeah, they're getting a little loose. Title. Mm-hmm. Fast and loose with these titles. Requiem for a Heavyweight is a 1962 movie, written by Rod Serling of the Twilight Zone, starring Anthony Quinn, Jackie Gleason, and Mickey Rooney, about a boxer. He got injured and was kind of washed up, and it's him trying to cope with life outside the ring. So it's kind of what Archie's doing, you know, trying sure. to get his life together, but using boxing to. Yeah, get his life in that order. That is so Archie. He's just yeah. just give me something to punch. <laughs> yeah, this was Archie. And now Find boxing. Me a guy with some broken legs. Just like music was. Now boxing is the only thing Archie cares about, and yeah. he is just like this. Boxing is the most important thing in my life for this week. Where's Nick St. Clair when you need him? Mm. Um, 
So, of course, we start off with Jughead overdub here. There's some breakfast going on. Griffins and gargoyles, serpents and ghoulies. Riverdale was a veritable jungle of mythological creatures, species jockeying for power. Talking about griffins, gargoyles, and serpents and ghoulies, everybody jockeying for power. So, you mentioned breakfast. Um, His mom is making him breakfast. Right. Yeah. That bacon was kind of undercooked a little bit. It needs a few more minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When she's pulled it off, it is basically raw. <laughs> I was like, has she ever fried bacon before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think even Lugnut would eat that bacon. But I like, like <laughs> Probably the, not. The ketchup bottle is like this old-timey ketchup bottle and stuff. I'm like, they go all out with some of the details. I love it. <laughs> And at the dark heart of it all. Good morning, sunshine. Wakey, wakey. Breakfast is served. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's way better than the normal breakfast. Um, and of course, there's still there's like those pepper lighting. They've got like the Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're peppers. Yeah. Yeah. That's so Jughead is sleeping on like it looks like an old army cot. In the middle of the living room, I was like, "Is that is that his normal bed?" And well, he doesn't FP's, say a thing, but FP's but on FP's the couch. complaining about the couch. Morning. Morning. Yeah, I sleep on it wrong. There's no right way to sleep on a couch. Do you want There's the no bed? right way to sleep on the couch. No wonder he's and Jelly Bean strolls in. She's gonna get some coffee. Let her drink coffee. I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> okay. He, he's fine by me. Help stuff. yourself. I gotta get to work. Hey, if you need anything, you call me. Um, over at the Coopers, they're on breakfast. They love to eat at the Coopers. Um, they probably I, we're watching, their bacon. like I said, we're rewatching Breaking Bad right now, <laughs> and I'm counting breakfasts. And he's like, "What? What's going on with all the breakfast?" <laughs> I was like, "I know, right? I'm up to like 25 breakfasts." Here. Um, <laughs> Betty's sitting there. Betty's expressions are so good constantly. She's just like, uh, you know, Alice has her. Wedding dress. She's getting it altered because she's gonna get, gonna get baptized. <laughs> but he's like, <laughs> weird look as she eats her. Well, uh, let's see. There was a box of fruity munch, sugar sparkled fruit munch. I can I can't get the whole box. I, yeah, the camera only panned about halfway, yeah. and I paused it, but I was like, eh, it's not. It's not. It wasn't like a parody of something. Right. Yeah. There's some little weird-looking puppet on there. I don't know, but I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> anyway, there's going to be a gathering for the women at the farm Sunday night, the new facility, <laughs> and she's getting baptized. Uh, we got Orbert Lodge Lodge, and you know Hiram just doesn't even know what's going on. He, he doesn't know all the stuff that's been happening to him at a rare time that Hiram is on top of things. He, somebody's been jerking him around here, and it's Veronica. You know, her and her mom know all about it. But he was laid up. He got, you know, he was grievously injured, and somehow suddenly better. But shot through the heart. Yeah. Anyway, who's to blame? <laughs> he mentioned. We were all thinking it. <laughs> he mentioned, you know, tall boy tried to kill him. 
FP is the sheriff now. He's he's mentioned it. A lot has changed. Gladys, a Toledo serpent, he goes, is back in town. Guys, we don't know. Are we may be as close as anybody that listens to this podcast to Toledo? <laughs> yeah. Um. So he's a little. He's getting skeeved out by the Joneses. Trying to keep did up. we did we settle what is even happening? Who oh, what what his no. scheme is? I don't know what's happening. I don't think it even matters. Prisons and selling drugs to Gladys to sell drugs yeah. back to higher. Like it, it did that no get, sense. Does that get cleared yeah. up at I'm, all? This I'm episode? so confused. None of that makes sense. So who cares? I hate plot. I don't like plot. <laughs> Um, so do the writers in Riverdale. Right. So then we're over at Pops, and in comes just Josie and Archie. And she wants to skip class and catch a matinee at the Bijou. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I should date Josie. <laughs> I would go, let's skip class and go watch a movie at the Bijou. <laughs> that sounds like a great day. How are we feeling about this romance? I, get, mm. I feel uh-uh. like one biggest thing is it's happening in... What do they call that? Uh, the phrase is in a vacuum. Is is like no no one knows about this. Yeah, or yeah. cares. Yeah. yeah, or cares. I'm I'm just <laughs> curious if they would care if somebody saw them out together. You know, is this, is this oh sweet pea would this? <laughs> that was the last person I was concerned about, but I I should be super concerned yeah. about it. But like, what if Veronica or Betty saw him out making out with Josie? Like, is it are they gonna care? Yeah, you think there needs to be something to add either drama or stakes or something to this relationship. Because right now it's just, oh, okay. I think they're trying to let it, to make it a serious thing before it's revealed to everybody. But Well, I don't know, but he's sweeter than a strawberry milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, whatever. My, I like, okay, so they're sitting there. She went, maybe we can go after school. He's training. He's training with Keller. and Which will be her stepdad. And, and she tries to point out, you know, like, because I, I just love that he, there's all this stuff about how he isn't good at school, you know. He's terrible at school. What would grade was he in when he learned how to read? Second. Second grade. <laughs> and he didn't know how to read in second grade. Right. So we don't know when he actually. And she's it could like have been sixth she's, grade. She's like trying to help. Are there any scholarships for boxing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all he knows is stepping in between them ropes. It's good for his Again, head. This week, yeah. It yeah. used to be football. It used to be music. It used to be Veronica. It it's used to be wrestling, whatever. Whatever yeah. he has to do. Yeah, he was a wrestler there for an episode. Mm-hmm. Had a wrestle. Couple the episodes. Ram. He had to wrestle. Yeah. Wrestled Chuck too. He's out of his weight yeah. class. Yeah, Don't forget that. <laughs> uh, he just forgets everything outside the ring. Yeah, and he still in. wears his um his letter jacket all the time. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him play football in like two years. <laughs> that guy, one guy well, died. We have no way of knowing what season it is. It might yeah. not even be a football season, but who knows? Oh, who would know? Yeah, I don't know what's going. They don't let you see outside a lot. All she knows is he better not mess up that pretty face. That's all the guy's got going for him. Um, so that really would be the capper. Like he's been mauled by a bear. He's got a sick tat. Yeah, if they if had to like put some do some fake thing on his yeah. face every week, that would be the best. He's gonna lose a finger. We know. Yeah. <laughs> if he had to wear like an eye patch or something. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. By the end of the show, he's half robot. Like. <laughs> so Betty's like, you know, she's pointing out to Jughead that Alice doesn't seem to. She's not pushing the farm at her anymore. It's not. She's like, I was constantly getting bombarded with this farm farmy crap, and now nobody even cares what I think about it. And you know, it did, did seem odd. You know, usually she's having to fight it off, and now she's so she's getting a little suspicious. You know, she's never even seen a pho- photograph of Edgar Evan ever, not one jug. So she's gonna try to check it out, do some investigating. Well, we have the first meeting in a long time of the swords and serpents. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I saw that written on the chalkboard. I'm like, I oh too. yeah. Well, I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, what meeting is this? And yeah, then I saw the chalkboard. I was like, well, well they're, they're losing membership. It's the, hard to keep. Yeah, up they're all down these eight together. people, all girls. Mm-hmm. Turns out Tony and Cheryl started their own gang. All those pretty poisons, <laughs> who already have merchandise. Yeah. They've oh yeah. Got matching jackets. They've got logo you design. Buy another jacket now. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have a whole collection of my Who house. is the graphic designer at Riverdale High? Because they're getting some work. At least Jughead admits that it's Probably all the same person freaking... that drew the serpent thing on the yeah. chalkboard. It's all his fault. He banished them. What did he expect? They're not still going to come to the freaking club. And whatever <laughs> he banished them for was like three episodes ago, so it does not matter at no. least to the plot anymore. Right. Well, they bring it up, you know, when he meets, it's like... She she told him right then that she was uh, Tony did that she was legacy or whatever you know it's like and he didn't seem to care then but now all of a sudden he cares. I just need to talk to Tony, get her back into the serpent fold, and the rest will come back too. They need to be reminded what it means to be a serpent. I'll make this right. He'll get him back. He'll remind what it means to be a serpent. Meanwhile, Archie's in the ring where he's in his good headspace, <laughs> punching Keller and. It's like you're telegraphing your punches, Archie. I'm like, you're literally telling him what to punch. <laughs> you're like, left, right, left. Ah, you're telegraphing your punches. <laughs> what a trainer. <laughs> it's like, you can't win. Ugh. It's like, you're not going to be able to do that with experience. <laughs> I'm like, what? You They're just not going to call out what punches Yeah, you to just throw. said spider, and he went back and forth like that. And, oh, man, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Archie's like crap. <laughs> oh. he's, like, he's like, all I know is I was good. Those guys at the L and L. Guys, remember what L and L stands for? Leopold and yeah. Lou. Oh, that's right. I was really hoping at some point we would get like Archie versus the Mop. It'd just be a mop standing in the corner of the ring. A couple boxing gloves up there. (laughs) Elio's like the new mop. (laughs) But again, Archie is so mouthy to Tom, who's just trying to help him, trying to coach him, for I'm assuming, for free. But anyone taking advantage of him. He's like, no, Tom, let me do what I want. It's like, Archie, (laughs) stop it. He's an adult. (laughs) Taking time out to mentor you, and he's just a jerk to him. Uh, he's got no technique is his problem. Yeah, that's He's like, it. I need to know if boxing is going to be a viable option for me. 
Because <laughs> if it's not, I got to pick something else next week. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, what It'd are like you going to do? Ski ball or luge. Yeah. I mean, I got to pick something. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like. I want to see the mix of those two things. <laughs> Ski ball luge. <laughs> uh, so, back at Le Bon Nuit. Um, she, there's a Gladys and Veronica are meeting, you know, about whatever. I don't even understand what they, she owes money, whatever. She's got a she was, her. she was making a payment. Mm. Veronica had to make her payment. With all yeah, her, yeah. the blue ink money. Trying to re- yeah. rebuild the candy trade. Who do you want in charge? Me or your dad? I gotta say, Gina Gershon was built for this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That kind of campy, over-the-top... Yeah. Like, she knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. She knows what show she's on. I assume she's like this in real life. I hope so, but she's... <laughs> I am in her camp. Again, I said, if she becomes the villain rather than Hiram, I'm all for that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. he's oh, yeah. awful. I'm so sick of him. Uh, honestly. And, uh... But that like, kinda, they should just know, like replace the, him with Kelly Ripa and never say anything. I, I'm curious to see... <laughs> How we go. Just all of a sudden, she's just playing that character. She's this is somebody in, else. I'm just looking at, sick of looking at his face. Anyway, she, uh, Veronica doesn't want her family in the drug trade anymore. Period. So she'll take anybody. Um, we got uh, Elio comes in. All of a sudden, now he is a boxing promoter or whatever, and he's got some guy. He wants Archie to take a fight and throw it. For five thousand dollars, and convinces him pretty easily. No, oh. it doesn't take much convincing. Is like, I want you to take it out of me. Archie's like, "Is there a drain? Is yeah. there some place that I can slip through?" Uh, explains to me, convinces Archie because you can convince Archie of anything that this is a good idea for your. <laughs> yes, you know, everybody does this. So start get you some good uh, publicity. That you lost a fight. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make any sense. Well, basically, you got to get, get your name out there. He's getting by play, losing. He's getting to fight a contender, so I guess everybody wants their shot. They want to get on a card, you know. But that was my thinking. They talk later in the the show that you know, we can't betray. There's a lot of big money riding on this, right? And I thought, what kind of payoff is there mm-hmm. for betting for a twelve and zero champion? <laughs> To beat a tenth grader who's never boxed before, <laughs> what are the odds? In, you know that's got to yeah. be a hundred to one odds. Yeah. Like, who's do you need? <laughs> do you need the kid to throw it? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Are get you the that state. bad? Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's like there's a lot of money riding on you. You gotta lose this fight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, Veronica wants her dad to. Get his life back together. Refocus on the prison. <laughs> and I don't even know what Veronica's doing now. Like, I, she's trying to play both sides. I love I it. can't track I any like of that. I like that I can't track it. I like that it doesn't make any sense. She's like, oh. The answer to that question is Reggie. Yeah. Once you fill the cells with prisoners. We didn't have any Reggie this episode. Make more money imprisoning drug dealers than supplying them. I mean, this seems like something he would never want to do like oh legitimate i just like he's like that's good like that he never it never crossed his mind in a million years of putting prisoners in prison (laughs) 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 
he's, he's like, but you're thinking too small. Yeah. You see, you got to get the drugs in the prison. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's basically. <laughs> <laughs> so over at Pops. The damn. <laughs> So Jughead meets up with Tony, <laughs> and he's he's trying to explain to her that being a serpent is her birthright, as she as she tried to tell him. Yeah, Too I'd late. like you to reconsider. She's like, uh, make me queen. I'm legacy. What's queen? Queen? What is? What do you who, get with that? Was yeah. somebody queen? Betty. Betty was the queen. Yeah. Gargoyle she, queen, I thought. No, no, no. She even says it. She goes, oh, because of Betty, right? Jughead's the king of Queen Archie's world. He's like, you know I can't do that. <laughs> well, and again, and this back. Jughead's first character arc was getting out of the serpents and yeah. not being associated with this gang. And now it's all oh, he's living in. Like, you think Tony would come take that burden off him? Oh, cool. You want to be in charge? Yeah. Cool. I'll just hang out with Betty and just well, be a serpent. Yeah. I think it was more... Yeah. <laughs> Clickety-clack on my reporter machine. Yeah. I think it was more... She's, she's a... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think? Well, oh, sorry. he was trying not to be like FP. And FP is the sheriff now. So in order to not be like FP, he's the serpent king. Written them, get them switchblades. Like he's, oh, he's... Yeah, oh, he's, man. He's I know. He whips it. He's a change man. He, I I don't even want to know what he's got under that hat. She he goes low though. This he says you're Cheryl's vanity project. That was mm. that's too far. That's like cutting somebody's tattoo off. The Dale. <laughs> so over at the Coopers, that's a great rave between scenes. Are <laughs> that's like Super Friends. You said transition, transition. Um. Yeah, your dress looks re- really pretty, Mom. That's the ugliest freaking dress. It has to be said. I know. I was like, that's her wedding dress. <laughs> For when she got married, she would have been like a very conservative Alice that we first met. I would assume. Yeah. She's been three other Alices since then. But you think? Yeah. You know, her I wedding mean, dress would be very. They, they do call her. Uh, they call her Alice Smith too. At the at the <laughs> oh, baptism, did they? Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I mean these these the clothes. Polly's got on the biggest bell bottoms you've ever seen. Uh, the Ever Never Girl's got corduroy like bibs on. <laughs> I mean, they are full seventies. I am afraid Kevin's being misled about there being a bunch of cute gay farmies. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> I didn't want to. I, I hadn't got there yet, but I was really worried. I hope he at least likes likes pizza because yeah. that's yeah. all he's getting. <laughs> Judging by the fashion choices, the cute gay farmies are not at the baptism. Yeah, they, they would have fixed all those. Um, so happy you decided to be a part of this. You know how much this means to me. Of course, mom. Oh. Uh, Alice, I need to get those forms back. Oh, right. They're right here. What forms? Just boilerplate. Elizabeth. They got some boilerplate forms. What kind of baptism requires a signed release form exculpating the organization in case of bodily harm or death? It's a standard form. I signed one scarier when I joined 23 Hour Fitness. In case... I remember my baptism. (laughs) And I... 
they had me scrawl my initials in case of bodily harm or death. <laughs> Standard form. You know what is a scarier form than that? You're when you join 23 hour <laughs> Yeah, I caught that. I was like, on my second watch through, I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. On your second watch through? Well, I watched it once and then Carly was watching it be- tonight before okay. uh, before I came. And I just happened to be in the room, you know. Wow. Just happened to be there. Yeah. See, I was imagining 23 hour fitness is exactly the kind of place our former co host Michael would <laughs> sign up. Yeah. Because he'd be like, this one's $10 cheaper a month. Yep. I'm going to go to 23 hour fitness. <laughs> 24 hour fitness is $10 a month. 23 hour fitness is $9 a month. Right. We would know it if that happened. Um, so And it's great lighting to take selfies of my bicep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, God, I hate to interrupt this, but oh my God. He should get a selfie of his bicep. Um, Your mother is on the verge of discovering something that some people spend their whole lives looking for and never find. There's no need to be afraid or to stand in the way of that. Um, There is, if she's going to get hurt. It is just like Edgar said. You're a detractor, but I'm not going to let you ruin this day for mom. Fine, but if mom dies, then her blood is on your hands, Polly. So Betty's basically, she's getting gaslit here. There, She's like, what? Does every, don't you understand? This is insane. That's her whole life is freaking out because nobody understands how crazy it is. And yeah, Edgar said she'd be a detractor. We knew it. All along. They're really trying to build this Edgar person up before they reveal it's him. It's been a long time. Yeah. Who's it going to be? Like, did they cast this person? Yeah. Yeah. Chad. Michael. Murray. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. <laughs> the Dale. thing that's ever happened on this podcast. <laughs> I always wanted to be one of those podcasts. <laughs> they just flowed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so stupid. <laughs> oh. Actual tears. <laughs> You can't play in that stuff. We don't rehearse, I swear. <laughs> Hard right, to believe. Now, um, let's make some damn. So, oh, oh blood's going to be on Polly's hands. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, so, yeah, they've been building this up so long, it's had to be somebody yeah, noteworthy. of import. And who is more important? Exactly. So, I don't understand the whole... I don't understand any of the plot. Like, the ghoulies. My father's going after the ghoulies. And they need soldiers. Yeah, these sworn enemies, they're going to just turn them into serpents. Yeah. And I'll be buddies now. And they're, but who's which gang is going to end up being the prisoners? I'm trying to figure out, like, obviously, because FP wasn't going to arrest people, but... They need people to be prisoners and manufacturers. I mean, they're drugs. leading up to something, but I don't. I don't know who's. Are they going to start arresting? 
I don't know. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. Wow. It looks but like the pretty, pretty bird, bird bought herself, bought herself another, another day. day. Keep up the good work, little magpie. According to Gladys, so keep up the good work, little magpie. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, so, ex-Sheriff Keller is pretty ticked because... Hey! Hey, hey! You took a fight against Randy Ronson. Are you nuts? The guy is 12-0 with 10 KOs. You haven't fought around yet. I have to prove myself somehow. Elio's giving me the chance to do that. Ronson, he fights dirty. He sucker punched one of his opponents. The guy nosedived into his stool and he hasn't walked since. Archie, you make the call, you cancel the fight, or you find yourself a new coach. Archie signed up for this fight against Randy Ronson. It's all out of bubblegum. <laughs> so, this guy's 12-0 with 10 knockouts. He fights dirty. He sucker punched. He's no one of his opponents. Yeah. How do you sucker punch <laughs> in a boxing match? <laughs> I, I would think you're expecting to get punched. And whatever. Never mind. <laughs> I, will, I will point out that if you work in a lab, in a medical laboratory, this line means something different. It says, the guy nosedived into his stool. <laughs> Oh. And he hasn't walked since. So I was like, wait. Oh, okay. This is a million dollar baby reference. Okay. A lot of movie references. I feel like I, I miss probably ton, And I am a noted movie guy, but I miss a ton of movie references. I did miss the million dollar baby. But Oh, there's another one coming up later. Oh, there's a big one. I watched that movie for the first time this week. Nice. So you can imagine how excited I was. <laughs> um,. But this boxing match, does it not take place in the gym where he's training? That's what I thought. And, like, all these head honcho mob guys show up and mm-hmm. sit on, like, a, a bleacher. <laughs> he's yeah. not in, like, Madison Square Garden. So, again, I do not understand the stakes of Archie has to go in the third round. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, like an exhibition in a gym in Riverdale <laughs> against a high school kid. <laughs> this is the analysis I want. Um Okay. Cancel the fight or find yourself a new coach. Meanwhile, the pretty poisons are practicing their archery. <laughs> Anchor your hand at the corner of your mouth. You know how it works, Cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use your dominant eye. Much more, you know, com- comes in more handy than a switchblade would. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. Just, well, you got to earn those hunting cloaks also. I mean, you got to relax, <laughs> my pretties. And then release. That's how they get you. Hot Topical will release all the leather jackets first with the Pretty Poison logo. Mm-hmm. Then next season, it'll be the hunting cloaks. I'll have right. to buy another one. And then, then comes stroll, strolling uh, Tony because she's the leader. You know. Yep. Nice work. Well, we have an excellent mentor, T. She, you know, she always calls her babe, and yep. she calls her T. Montresor, what's that mean? Huh? Mon- <laughs> Montresor. Oh, I mm. missed that line. Oh, she called. She says that to Tony. I'm, I heard her say it, but I couldn't make out what you she heard said. it twice. <laughs> Three times. Now. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, and then you know they refer to Jughead as that worm. He has the audacity to call this a vanity project. Going to put him in his place. So that ticks uh, 
Cheryl off and she shoots a bullseye. It was a British thoroughbred racehorse. No, no, come on. She did not just call her a British thoroughbred racehorse. I don't know. M-O-N yep. space T-R-E-S-O-R. Yep. Well, come on. It's got to be. It's a expression <laughs> of some sort. Maybe it's meant, it means sea biscuit in French. <laughs> anyway, so the pretty poisons <laughs> wait outside of Pops as <laughs> the serpents come walking out. Sweet pea and fangs or... I want more sweet pea and fangs on yeah. the show. They deserve, like, guest star, you know, like, second tier status. If they, it needs to be a trio. They need to get lug nut or tire iron mixed in there. And... My so, treasure... My treasure there. That sounds a lot better. Okay. Um, she could be referring to her as a thoroughbred <laughs> racehorse. She, my treasure. I believe that one. So, anyway. Oh. Oh. Well, ladies. Hey. Evening. <laughs> uh, look, girls. We don't want any trouble from your little sorority. Don't call us girls, and don't belittle us. Or what? You gonna challenge us to a pillow fight? Cheryl's facing off, and they call them a little sorority. Uh, yeah. They're just asking are, for trouble. We knew this fighting was gonna words. Go Don't belittle us. Or what? We're gonna have a pillow fight, Fang says. I think he wanted a pillow fight. Actually, those two kind of remind me of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern from Shakespeare. Just kind of like they, they should be involved in all the different uh, goings on through Riverdale and just like haphazardly getting into adventures. Wow. Okay. All the time he's bringing up the Shakespeare. Just every episode is going to happen. So we're uh, we're the pretty poisons, pea brain. She says, which and we're here to deliver a message to you and your Pull that on. That we are not to be dismissed or we're not going to be trifled with. So they beat the crap out of Ladies? Them, which, that's good. Off Introduce camera. yourself. Off you just well, hear like, it's like it, a was the, it was a very cartoony sound effect. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a bear attack. <laughs> <laughs> so more gangs are starting to pop up. They're back at you know, the Joneses. Sweet Pea and Fangs are all beat to hell. You know, piece of the pie is getting smaller. The, we need numbers. The ghoulies are up for grabs. Um, we don't want the ghoulies because they've tried to burn down Pops. Remember that? Malachi and all that jazz. So we got to tame them. Meanwhile, Cheryl, we're over at uh, Thistle House. And I got to get keep that straight. Thornhill's the one that burned down. Yeah. Right? yeah. She's painting her toenails. New color. Anybody remember the color, Cliff? I don't. Vigilante Violet. What do you think? Available at Hot Topic. <laughs> exactly. You're going to be buying it at Hot Topic. Um, so, TT's all mad because they beat up the serpents. And, you know, we're above that. Not these personal vendettas. She basically... Cheryl likes to do what she wants to do she likes to be a leader and she's half you know she's realizing you know i gotta give you know tt her due she's the leader i I like that cheryl's like kind of 
accepting in this moment that I mean she respects her enough yeah. I don't have to be the come barging in everything so she's like it's your gang so she promises not to deploy them yeah I feel like the show keeps throwing roadblocks mm-hmm. like they want to break these two up and cause drama but they always just sort of gloss over yeah, anything that's right. happening I like that maybe they're a stronger couple than any of the other people on the show so then we go we're back at uh, Riverdale High and here's a uh, Archie and Just Josie, and she's going to be singing some Tina at La Bonne Nuit <laughs> on Sunday night. She wouldn't mind having a little guitar. Yeah, sorry. Got a match. Uh, that's pretty major. Uh, he's like, don't come because I'm going to lose anyway. You know, and she basically gets on him about taking a fall, and he's like, wait, listen, I'm an ex con. <laughs> <laughs> I I walked out of my SATs. I'm an idiot. This is all I have. All things we know. So she just basically tried to build him up. Whatever, just by God, do not hurt that pretty face. Please. Well, too late. Meanwhile, in the coolest student lounge, this is where Kevin is. He's got a one-track mind. He's like... <laughs> The forest is cold and leafy. I slip and fall running in the fox forest, but could just go to this farm. I'm being promised some. It, Be- Betty just is constantly walking around talking to crazy people. She can't cannot understand why nobody listens to reason. Yeah, Betty is like someone from a different show yeah. dropped into the middle yeah. of this show. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what's happening? Why is no one paying attention? <laughs> That's that would be a good Saturday Night Live skit. Like Betty is the normal person. She's like, people have escaped from there. He's like, I can't help you. He's like, I'm. I. She promised me a cute gay farmy. So yeah, he's been talking to Evelyn. Yeah. So you know. Jughead already had a standing meeting with any sheriff, but it really helps that his dad <laughs> is the sheriff. So He's, They're talking about the ghoulies and gargoyles and all that. Yeah, he He's, wants to get the ghoulies, but he needs a guarantee. A carrot. Yeah. And so, um, sure, yeah, I won't arrest him. As long as I'll I don't ball. have to sign anything, yeah. I'll, I'll go along. No problem. Live and let live. What's the deal with Governor Dooley? That's what I want to know. Because uh, he won't return Hiram's call, right? Her, Hermione constantly she seems to know what's up with Donald, but <laughs> anyway, at uh, this point, I honestly I could care less about anything about the lodges. Yeah, any of, they yeah, can whenever just whenever they're over there, I'm just like whatever. It's yeah. always something plot, <laughs> whatever, and so. Then we, you know, we're back and you know the Veronica and Gladys are talking. That doesn't matter. Back with Elio and Archie, and they, he's he's going to try to win. Then we have Jughead meeting with the last ghoulie standing, Vern. Vern. <laughs> and he has the most ridiculous jacket on. There's like. 
all these rivets and rhinestones and stuff. And well, the ghoulies were very theatrical. Mm, yeah. Okay, yeah. They, they wore the, remember they had the face paint makeup? And okay, yeah. Like the warriors. Well, after they lost Malachi, some went to the went to the gargoyles, started playing G&G. Got to bring that back around. Now that Tallboy's dead, who's the leader? Some whack job named Kurtz. I, for the first time ever, watched Apocalypse Now. Uh, just like two days ago. Oh wow! And so when I yeah, I, I'd never seen it, and I, and so when they this happened, I was just, it was very surreal to me. <laughs> I would never have got it had I not just seen that. So anyway, yeah. If you don't know Apocalypse Now, Martin Sheen has uh, been in the Vietnam War, and he's gets repurposed, sent back to go find this whack job named Kurt, played by Marlon Brando deep in Cambodia and he's basically got his own society there he's a you know, possibly a lunatic you're an errand boy sent by grocery clerks to collect a bill yeah so he's supposed to go in there and take him out so comparable to the horrors of the Vietnam War Riverdale are the, the gang wars of Riverdale yes they have driven a young child to insanity. They've gone up river to the gargoyles. They're they are off the reservation. Because that's the idea of Apocalypse Now, or the the, yeah. the book Heart of Darkness that it was based on. Like, it's it's a a travel to insanity. That you know, the horrors of the mind that war does to people. What so, are these? What were these? When he uh, walks those, into Kurtz's place, those were like the little things that hung in the hospital or whatever, weren't they? Like the little omens to oh, protect okay. you from the gargoyle king, or mm. I don't remember. What, what's that? Oh, you talking about hanging from the ceiling? Yeah, yeah. I thought like they were mannequin parts. Or something. That's what I thought. I thought they were they were like doll parts. Well, in Apocalypse, in Apocalypse now, they were like, got like heads, heads on stakes on pikes, and stuff. Yeah. That's why I was. Anyway, he's got a bunch of candles in a bucket. <laughs> To maybe and at one point that. he even says uh, we're lost in the jungle. So yeah, they make yeah. it very clear what the reference is. Oh yeah. Well, he wasn't bald. I think he should have been bald. Yeah, he should have said. Um. Anyway, they face off, and it's the jug. It's like, hey, I'm a game master. Does that mean anything? Is that any good? I'm a level three. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're out playing a game. We're living a prophecy, man. So actually, Jughead should be like the Dennis Hopper character. Yeah, the he's the reporter. You got plans, man. You got ideas. <laughs> what are you gonna land on the moon with fractions, man? <laughs> anyway, he's talking about ascending and all this garbage. Um, Archie goes, drags his butt back to Keller and says, "You know, I'm not gonna throw the fight, but if you'll train me." I mean, I can't do it without you. You gotta train me. So, okay. Lodge stuff. I'm skipping it. Candy, prison, prison, candy, yeah, gangs. Um. Oh, uh, yeah. He wants to fill the prison, so he's gonna need the sheriff to help. And Gladys says, "Absolutely." So FP's gonna have to do something. And who? Wait, who did FP promise something to to get the job of sheriff? Was it 
Oh, Hermione or it must have been Her- Hermione. Like, yeah. So what yeah. was the trade-off there? Do we ever <laughs> do what I say? I don't know. You got me there. I don't remember. Betty's cold calling escapees from the farm. <laughs> That's a very Betty thing to do. Remember oh, yeah. when she was calling? Uh, who was she? She was making random calls to somebody. She had a phone. Oh, it was the dead guy's phone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. She was calling. She took it off his body in the sewer or in, yeah. in the culvert. And then she's just calling people like. Yeah. To, I mean. I miss Dark Betty. <laughs> Where's Chick? The Chick should have been the farm leader. That would have been. Oh, great. he is Edgar Evernever. Oh, Chad Michael Murray pulls his mask off. And his, yeah. Some milk would be nice. That's how you say his name. <laughs> <laughs> And from now on, <laughs> we do three names just like that. Um, so, yeah, deal's off. It's like, get to the fight already. Um, oh, they were going to... I know. Yeah, there was something here. Yeah, Betty wants to meet one of these escapees. They need a private place. We all knew where that was going. <laughs> hey, I'm a random person on the phone. Can you meet me in an isolated forest somewhere and shimmy down a ladder? <laughs> Oil up. Yep. <laughs> Go to Pops or the Bijou or something. Mm. <laughs> meet in a parking garage. Right. No. Ugh. That'd be a waste of a perfectly good bunker. And she trudges out there and they're in the bunker for like 30 seconds yeah. before she says... Oh, something dangerous is going to happen, which she could have inferred anyway. It's like, yeah. I got to go. Find your own way home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, gigant- that would be pretty funny with the next person, next set of kids that come down there to mess around and that woman's still sitting there. <laughs> Jughead's back from Cambodia. And he's he's like all shook up. <laughs> FP, just take it easy, boy. Get some food in you. You'll feel better. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Martha, Superman's mom, is in the bunker. She's like, we I've seen hidey holes like this before. So anyway, six years ago, her and her sister Marigold, Martha and Marigold, joined at the same time. She left the farm right after her sister died. Guess when it happened? Guess what happened, Jordan? Baptism. Man. What? It's an extreme ordeal. You have to survive. And uh, she drowned and died during hers. Meanwhile, Just Josie's at Lombanoui, singing her heart out. We don't need another hero from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. I like this song. Uh, oh my God, it's a catchy song. And she's singing it up while... Archie's fighting, getting ready to fight. And much like... Uh, not since... Veronica sang... And almost got raped by Nick St. Clair. Not since then have we had someone sing and be in another location at the same time. Mm, <laughs> Just Josie yeah. goes to the fight while she's still singing La Bonne It's a magic got this Archie the guy headbutts Archie in the face yeah so he fights bloody dirty. mess messed up that pretty face 
I like the custom blue and gold trunks, though. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. For his first fight, it went all out with fancy... Full bull, bulldog. Right. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a split decision. Judge Williams scores 8-7 to seven Ronson. <laughs> Judge Anderson scores 9-6 to six Andrews. And Judge Patterson scores 8-7 to seven for your winner and still undefeated welterweight, Randy Van Ronson. Keep your head up, Art. You won that fight, no doubt in my mind. Uh, split decision. I wonder if we had anything from these names. Did, did you guys think he was going to win? Mm, I guess I... I probably did. I yeah, don't remember. I did. I knew once they started scoring, he wasn't going to win because I was like, you know, yeah, just it, you knew. I was uh, like I mentioned, Carly was watching the show tonight, and I was back in another bedroom uh, doing some podcast stuff, and and I I hear my wife out there. I can hear the music playing. And I hear my wife out there going, "Come on, Archie, come on, <laughs> <laughs> stick and move, Arch, stick and move." <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> eat thunder and crap lightning. <laughs> I was just wondering if there's anything to these names. Judge Williams scored at eight to seven. Judge Anderson scored at nine to six, and Judge Patterson scored at eight to seven. So Williams, Patterson, Anderson. Just generic names or are these mean something? Williams. What? <laughs> Williams. We have three names. Come on. Oh. You're supposed to say oh, like Williams. What? <laughs> wow, he's off his game. That was a one-time magical moment. Yeah, yeah. don't try and recreate. Nope. <laughs> Just let him happen organically and move on. But yeah, there's more drama if he wins. Then it's like, oh, the mom's mad at him or whatever. Like he, he, so he lost like he was supposed to. Yeah, I, I think I they're know. trying to drag this out. This may be all he's got. He's but already the, done every other sport. The bear scars were healing pretty nice. Oh, yeah. I didn't barely see them. They're just oh, tiny, li- yeah, three, they tiny just, little gashes. Yeah, he's got just a slight reminder. Slowly fading <laughs> I'll never away. forget that day. Um, happy day, I, friends. I really want, like, every six episodes, something permanent to happen to Archie's body. <laughs> yeah. Right. So by the end, he, it's like prison break or something. He's covered in tattoos and <laughs> yeah. scars. Oh, and, that's right. He needs a map yeah. on him. Yeah. Happy day, friends, over at uh, the farm or whatever. Birth is no easy feat. We push tear and spring forth, crying and gasping for air, for life. Betty is running, and she's no Tom Cruise. She's, she's running. Running down the street. Yeah. Mom, it's Betty. Please call me back. She's trying to, yeah, you know, when there's an urgent thing, you run, you don't walk. Your mom's about to be baptized to death. So they dunk her in, in a trough. Her own daughter holds her underneath until she basically drowns. Betty has to pull her out. I knew she, you know, this is where you're like, yeah, she's going to bring her back to life. And just like they wanted, just, it's just like it's meant to be. Well. Josie and Archie were thinking of going to get a milkshake of Pops unless he had a better idea. Mm-hmm. Back at the hotel. Uh, maybe go get checked out at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Concussion protocol. Yeah. Anyway, they did it. 
basically yeah. they did it beyond Thunderdome. The Dale. <laughs> they did the Dale. That's what that means. They sealed the Dale. <laughs> 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 That's so good. That's the title of the episode. Will they seal the deal? Find out. Um. So anyway, back at the lodge. Plot, plot, something, plot. Gar- uh, Veronica, you owe me $75,000. Okay, Dad. Meanwhile, Gladys went and recruited the gargoyles, brings them in. Of course, I, I was wondering if they were gonna, ever going to take their masks off and just bunch of nobodies switchblade time you're ready whips the switchblade out he's not happy uh beggars can't be choosers basically so alice was reborn she feels she's explaining to betty how she feels so great she found her special purpose it's like david johnson and she can finally purge the last thing in her mm. life that's been holding her back. That house. Dang house. I thought she was going to burn it down. Mm. She's no Cheryl. No. So she's going to sell the house. That's the big finish to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> whoop de doo No more breakfast at the Coopers. Yep. She's going to have to move in with Hal and let's live in that dungeon. Either right. that or the, you know. Sliders through the thing. She'll be making a lot of milk toast. Over to sisters. A lot of sugar-crusted, floppy, mm-hmm. fruity wheats. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, it's back. Got some Dale back. And <laughs> what what's what's going to happen next? I don't know. Waiting three weeks for that episode was a little bit of a... Yeah, let down. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. We're, I guess we'll continue the gang wars. We've got the going now that the gargoyles are in the fold see if uh, old Kurtz can uh, usurp <laughs> Jughead from the Serpent King so next episode is Firewalk with me ooh farm's gonna set their sights on someone in Betty's inner circle Kev it's Kev right yep good Veronica's gonna turn the tables on Hiram and Gladys. We don't care about that. And Jughead struggles to maintain control. Good luck, buddy. Sounds like some vintage Dale. <laughs> All right, Let's wrap it up. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, if you have any crazy theories or ideas or anything we missed, some movie reference we missed or plot line we missed message us on Facebook tweet us email us at kapow the pop culture podcast at gmail.com Murray and we're on Facebook yeah thanks for listening we'll be back shortly with a brand new episode my name is Jordan Lowe Cliff Barnes I'm Seth bye forever Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. Chad. Michael. Murray.